Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins and welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast, episode number 459. You're going to learn a lot today around accountability. You're going to definitely learn how to get unstuck in your business and surely that's got to resonate with you. The second is group accountability versus individual accountability and some really cool ways to do that and how our independent coach can make a big difference. And the last thing is the grit model. So uh, Tanya goes through that and how that can apply to get you better results. If you're a first-time listener and you love what you hear, please subscribe. It's specifically for cloud consultants. So if you're doing consulting and deploying some form of SaaS software or platform, you're definitely in the right place. And if you're a regular, thanks a lot for listening. Why don't you send me an email, right? Paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com. Let me know that you're listening and also, you know, suggest either a guest and it could be you that you'd like to get on the show or a topic you'd love me to cover in those solo shows. There's a summary in the app and you can uh, also get the full transcript at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. So before we go into the interview with Tanya, I'd like to thank our sponsors. The first is uh, a community where it's actually, I think it's the world's only revenue-focused community for cloud consultants. So it's peers collaborating to help each other to run their business better. Uh, It's less technical. It's more about the biz. And uh, think about it. If you've got a question for your business, I promise that our community or our collective can beat it versus you going to Google or YouTube. So why don't you check it out? It's free and it's on Slack. It's cloudconsultantscollective.com. And the next is SendSpark. It's an awesome video platform that allows you to send personalized videos at scale. It's got some really cool features and I highly recommend it. And the best thing is you get six months for free. Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash SendSpark. So our guest today is Tanya. And she dove headfirst in the marketing world uh, out of university and she collected over 15 years of international experience, including a lot in the US with companies such as Nike and the US Olympics. And she talks about her abilities as an athlete and how that's influenced what she does now. Then she started her own market or her own company at age of 25. And she grew it to a million dollars in revenue in the first year. Since then, she's founded, bootstrapped and sold five companies and she enjoys running, loves traveling, and she has been in over 42 countries. She's currently on a mission to improve the success rate of small businesses. The mission is to build a platform for owners to team up and scale faster. So what I'll do now is hand you over to Tanya Elrez from Owners Up. Bring it to have you here, Tanya. Ah, Thank you for having me, Paul. Yeah, look, I know we go uh, way back. You're actually on episode number 24, and we're up to now 459. Wow. So you're here a, a long, long time ago. Uh, then we were talking about how to double your sales. But today we're going to talk about a different topic, which is around accountability, which ultimately, if you're accountable to yourself, that's got to help your sales, right? So uh, in a way, they're sort of linked. But why don't we kick off with uh, who your ideal clients are and what problems you love to solve for them? 
So my ideal client is B2B service-based entrepreneurs that are six figures up to three million. Right. And uh, why that bracket? Why, why up to six million? Well, I've went through that whole business journey like everybody else that they say. It's like, I can serve everybody. Yeah, you can serve everybody, but to systemize it and to get the best numbers, like, you know, in a sense of having them reach their, like the peak and get the the case studies and just have the have them hit their, their numbers, I found that is the best market for me. But it took a while, I would say, because you could have, I could perform for everybody, but then it's a lot of uh, creating and doing, and I wouldn't have a life. And now that I have two kids, I definitely want a life. True, true, true. <laughs> and, and 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 so when someone too early for you, like where, where is uh, the business too, too small? Um, I would say... Because some people can make six figures in less than a year, right? If you're really hustling, um, I would say at least a year or two that you have some sort of leads, even if it's referrals, it's pretty predictable. I think that's where it is. Yeah. But if you're still in the, where do I find my leads? Uh, Not the right point. That's a whole nother mindset and belief that you have to get over, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And, uh, and some of the problems that, that these B2B service businesses have? Tell tell us about those. So with most businesses and attention spans, like even I deal with this, it's like there's so much information out there or like you go, oh, wow, that person has a really good model. Oh, maybe I should do that. But what really what you need is just to kind of pursue, like you just want to get unstuck when you need it, right? And you want people to kind of like, when you're going through hard decisions, like, oh, should I fire my team? Should I have this technology? How like, is this sales copy? Like I did everything. Is this sales copy resonating? And you just want a sounding board because you're too close to your business. That's what we're solving for. And so what I noticed is like, um, my background is I started my first company at 25. I was really fortunate to grow it over a million within the first year. But I had all the weight on my shoulders. I thought I had to figure it out on my own, right? And then I would go to like conferences and do stuff. And I, of course, I'm not going to tell anybody what's going on. Yes. And then now you have those people in these like communities and social platforms where like there's, it's awesome that some people are able to share everything that they're going through. But there's times when you just want an intimate group of people, five people where you can actually kind of share, hey, you know, this is what's happening to me. Like, I don't know, like we're doing really profitable and now something's going on and I'm dealing with this personally and this. And it's in such a intimate, like people who have your back and know what you're going through, that they can be that sounding board and that perspective. And the best part is there's always a coach there because sometimes when it's not facilitated, it could go another way, right? Someone like takes over and it feels like a therapy session. So what we do is we help people get unstuck and get them to achieve their goals and not give them more tactics or anything. It's just kind of like, hey, are you doing this? Let's course correct you and not making decisions based on like if you're in scarcity mode. So that's in a nutshell. I think yeah. every entrepreneur experiences this. <laughs> yeah, look, and, you know, if you're listening to Tanya, you're probably nodding your head saying, yes, that is that is me. So, you know, we talked about accountability, right? And I know that's a key thing you do. What's your mm-hmm. definition of accountability? You know, what, what do you mean by accountability? So there's two types. Like if you're really clear on what you want and you have a system in place and you feel like your willpower is like 
you know, if we're going to say a cup of water, it's always filled. That's awesome. You have a great time and you're able to go through that entrepreneur, um, entrepreneur roller coaster easily. But I got to admit, even if you have the best willpower, those dips in that roller coaster are hard. And that willpower is hard. And sometimes you'll start, maybe, uh, maybe I can move that goal. Maybe this isn't right. And you start questioning yourself. But if you are that, that small percentage that has that amazing willpower, yeah, accountability yourself is awesome. Now, accountability to others is a different level. Um, but I feel like, for example, right now I'm in a stage like sports, like running and exercising has always been my thing. That's my identity. I consider myself an athlete, right? Yes. And I just had a kid. And now um, my my little one just turned one. And I would say my body's not optimal. From the outside, I might look like I'm fit. But for me, it's not optimal. And getting myself back to that level is taking a journey. Like I would say the willpower, I know what it does, everything. And I bought like apps. I know the I know exactly how to work out. I know how to do it. But guess what? I'm not being consistent. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I had to set myself up for my own accountability to make sure I reach those habits. And so now I have it where I have um, a class I signed up for. If I don't attend, it costs me. Um, I have a trainer, all these things to make it happen because I know that my willpower alone, I might have some excuses, even though I know it's good for me, I know exactly what to do. So I feel that same journey could be applied to any entrepreneur. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's always been the carrot and the stick, right? So, you know, you, you, you're an expert on this. I know that you run some great uh, group programs, which we'll dive into in a, a little bit more, but what's the current um, best practice is it you know the carrot the stick is it depends on the personality you know what what what's going to work best i and this is very controversial and but there is studies back this off you first started off with the stick yep. um because people don't people rather move away from like getting hurt like if something's being taken away from them it bothers them then the reward. So they will actually go into action on that. So I would say you start doing that, then you start feeling the momentum and then you're incentivized by carrots, but you need that momentum to get it going. So with that journey, I just said, yeah, there's consequences. I have costs to it, but once I start moving, I won't need that. Then it's accountability on my own because I already got that momentum, that feel and, and I'm doing well. Yeah, what are some examples of some of the clients you worked with and, and what are some of the some consequences? Oh, we go all <laughs> so I, I basically do the consequences based on um their personality and what really affects them, like what could get them to move. The whole goal is to get them to move. So one could be uh charging them a revenue amount, another one could be singing a song in their social media um or in the group context. Another could be um, doing a paying a certain amount of money to a charity that they don't believe in. So all these things, it has to be something where it, it feels like it's hurting because if it's too much fun, it's just like, oh, I'll do it. It doesn't matter. And if, if some people do charities that they like, but it's like, great. You'll be like, oh, I'm giving money to this charity. So you have to play around with the person and how it is. And then it's the fascinating part is like, Say Paul is like, hey, you're gonna, you want to achieve this. You want to achieve, I don't know, in 90 days as much sales. And I was like, okay, you have to do these actions. Yes. And then all of a sudden I give you a consequence and you're like, no, 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 no. That already tells me that you believe you're not going to follow through. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be surprised how many times that happened. Like, no, 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 that's too much money. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I should say a million. It wouldn't bother you because you know you're going to actually do it. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. It's fascinating psychology there. <laughs> yeah, and, and as you listen to Tanya, I wonder what's going through your head. Certainly for me, it's golf. Uh, I'm a golf <laughs> fanatic. It's summer here in Australia. I love my golf. And, uh, yeah, I, I know that uh, if you said you can't play golf unless you do this, I'm you know, that's a real consequence for me. So whatever that is for you, and why don't you, you know, go and and um, on LinkedIn, we'll have Tanya's details there, connect and like share with her on LinkedIn what what that consequence is. I know she'd love to, to do that. So that's sort of, you know, some of the consequences. Tell us a little bit how the group accountability works. Like uh, I know you, you know, you run groups, you've got a program. Tell us a little bit of an insight into to that if, and then, you know, Holding yourself individually accountable is not going to not going to cut it. You know, you need more support. So that's interesting. So let's go back to that golf instance. So would you be strong enough to say it's a beautiful day out and you missed it by maybe I don't know two two things. I, I actually don't like the outcome um, goals. I like the like you actually have to do the actions. But let's say you missed a day. Yes. It's a beautiful day. Everyone's golfing. Do you, A, not do it, which you said, the consequence that you're not going to play golf because you do it, or B, you're like, hey, you know, I just missed it by one. Let's yeah, no, be look, honest. Yeah, no, what look, I, I'm, a, uh, I'm a very, very disciplined and tenacious person. So if I if I set a goal and I, I don't meet it, it would be like, no, but that would be killing me inside, right? Because we have pretty nothing like you guys in the US. I know that some of you and some of you are actually going some terrible blizzards at the moment. You know, our summers are our winters are cold and they're not nice to play. So every missed sunny day is, you know, is uh, I feel that you know I'm running yeah, out of opportunities nice. this this time of year. So yeah, look, but but I am I'm very tenacious and disciplined and it's uh, you know for me i don't know if it's chicken or an egg right like i was born with a uh, you know inherited disease so i've always had to fight in life right there's always been that fight so um and uh yeah so i thought if i did it i would but the problem is i don't do it right so i know that it's a consequence but as as my own individual i could do that tomorrow but i don't do it right so that's where i think yeah. i would need the support but once i publicly said that that's what i do i would definitely do it like for example i do um stretching morning and night and i have it in a habit tracker and i don't miss it and like last night it's like god this must be so boring i'm thinking in my head this is so yeah. boring i do this damn thing every night but i know i've got to tick off my thing and i know i've got to commit to do it so i will do it have you missed a day yet or no no and what keeps you motivated? I'm like, I'm like, because right now I'm on this Duolingo and it's just a streak. And I'm like, how come I haven't broken the streak? Yeah, look, I, I think it's that. It, it's the outcome, i.e. for me, I know that if I get my body in great flexibility, I'm going to play better golf, right? And I want to play better golf. So for me, I know the consequence of doing doing it is going to better my body. And, you know, I'm 52. Like, I want to be playing golf and I want to be, you know, because I've got a new kidney, it's like a second life. I want to be playing golf for as long as I can. So I know the if I do the exercises, I'm going to be playing golf longer. So to me, that's the way that I rationalize it. I like it. So you have a big why. And yeah, a reason. yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the same thing with mine, um, 
Uh, my my kids are in Spanish immersion and I'm bilingual, but my Spanish should be better. But my thing is, oh no, my kid's already two years old. And by the time he's five, if I don't upkeep my Spanish lessons, he's going to be speak better than me. So that's what keeps him going on that streak. But if you don't have a big why, it's really hard. Even if you have a group to kind of fall off, if the consequences aren't strong for you. Yeah. And, and, and on, you know, Talking group versus individual, uh, you know, you work with a lot of people. Do you find that you working in a group, that why becomes easier to identify versus doing it by yourself? It might be an obvious question, but yeah. If you're Actually, so that's a, that's a great one. So every entrepreneur knows that they should delegate stuff, right? They should try not to be the person that solves everything. It is the hardest part of a business owner to do. Yes, yes. And we know that time is is limited and all of it. But to get somebody to move into like, hey, why don't you delegate this? You're not great at everything. It's really hard. And even if they know their why, they know the reason, they want to spend more time, it still doesn't click until they see others. Okay. Until they see somebody else all of a sudden go from like working weekends uh, working long nights, and then all of a sudden they're taking vacations off, taking a whole Wednesday off. That, that's when they're like, okay, I can do this. So it's a little bit of like, so that's that's a tricky part, right? Because like they know what it is, they know it's good for them, they know what they should be doing, and it's still, the pain isn't there, but then when they see somebody else, they all of a sudden move. Yeah, great. And, and you know, like I, I said, I've got a um, little bit of software called Done, and it's just street tracking, right? That's the way that I know it works for me and I make sure that I, you know, get my streaks and I don't want to miss a streak. And, you know, even with my exercise, I look at it and I'm like, oh, yes, I could just tick it off, but I'm cheating myself. No, I've got to do it right. Yeah. But it's that's the catalyst for me doing it. Now, I know you've got some great software that, you know, you use in the group programs. Tell us a little bit about that on, you know, how the software helps support the, the accountability. Yeah, so we were all into sports. So this whole thing started owners up because I was I was a collegiate athlete. And after I, you know, I sold my first business and I kept doing other businesses, I was like, I was going through something, I was running and I was training for half of Ironman at that time. And I still had a team of people to actually like train me, I had a coach. I know exactly what to do with the running side. Um, even if I was gonna do a marathon. I'm still going to have a team of people. So I'm like, why are people in business doing it without a team of people? Why? And then I realized, oh, like life would be so much easier if I had people at the same level understanding the same goal I want to achieve and people I could bounce ideas, get like, if something's going on, figure out a better solution instead of me Googling and going like crazy. And then having software to track the information because you always like, you're always saying, okay, how did I run? How, what did I eat? Did I sleep well? You have all these things that you're like tracking as an athlete. And then it gets sent to their coach. And then all your other friends get to see it too, if you share it. And that's just, that's the way to go faster, right? Than doing it yourself. And then those days when you have to run like 20 miles, I'm not going to lie. There's some days where it's like, when you're going to have to do a crazy training ride, it is so much easier with somebody else. And you end up doing it faster with someone else. Because if you do it on yourself, sometimes that little voice in your head's like, oh, I'm really tired. Then you start slowing down. But with someone else, it just goes faster. So then I was like, why doesn't every, where is this program for entrepreneurs? Yeah. Why are we like 
making ourselves do it on our own. And yes, there's tons of programs where they, you know, they teach you something, they put you in a program, but it's very select. Well, how do you encompass all of it for a business who's growing and just having their life, right? So that's how it's all set up. So the software essentially does what, if you're into endurance um, sports like uh, uh, cycling or running, it's like a Strava. So Strava records how you feel, what your route is, uh, you know, was there, um, it was a hilly, all of that stuff. Yeah, brilliant. And, and, and if I've got this right, it's, you know, you're not coming up with this, the the individuals are coming up with their strategies per se, but as a group and your methodology is holding them accountable for those strategies, right? Because, you know, I think, um, you know, a lot of people that, that I work with, they already know what they've got to do, right? And that's the first thing I always ask them. What, what what do you know you should be doing that you're not doing at the moment? And normally they'll sort of tell you and like it's 80% of what it's going to get them to the next level, right? And I'm assuming, so they already know it, what this is doing is actually helping them deliver it, right? Because let's face it, it's lonely working uh, for yourself. You know, it's it's different to being in a corporate environment where you know you've got to stand up in front of peers and like, you know, you don't want to be that person that stands up in front of peers and you haven't done your work or you haven't done the your consequences best. consequences, you lose your job, right? There's always yeah. a consequence there. Yeah, yeah, great point. But <laughs> it's easy to hide, right, as your own business owner. And uh, I know certainly for me, you know, it's a, you know, the worst conversation I have is with my wife and she says, hey, you promised me this amount of money each month and at the moment you're not delivering it, right? And I'll have a laundry list of excuses as to why I didn't do it. But ultimately she'll say, but hey, you know, you haven't done it. So I think, you know, um, you know, having something like this is a brilliant way to avoid those conversations that you know are going to come, right? And and uh, Every entrepreneur, no matter what, you're going to go through it, even if you go in, unless like you can hustle through it, but you're going to burn out. Something's yeah, going to get. Yeah. yeah. So our methodology is called grit. The G is for goal prioritization, because as entrepreneurs, we have so many goals and so many ways to get there. So we help them really concentrate on what is our priority each month. Yes. Um, the R is for your rhythm to get under, understand your time and how to work less. But because most of the time, it's 20% of your work produces 80% of the results. So kind of finding that rhythm for you. Um, I is iterate log is kind of like logging and seeing the journal, seeing the patterns of like, actually, yeah, this is, I should be doing more sales this time or should be doing marketing. This works, it's not. A lot of people aren't documenting. So they're losing the pattern of what they've been doing. And, and sorry, right? what's the I, I stand for? Iterate log. Iterate log. Okay, right. And then right. Uh, the team is for team accountability. It's kind of having that soundboard, that perspective, that coach. Yeah. So that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, that's that's brilliant. And and take us through a uh, a um a session, right? So we've signed up to owners up. We're we're all uh, set, and uh, you know we we go to the first session. What what's what's the first session look like? So before you're even on, we have a one-on-one action plan. Um, so we get to really understand, we audit your whole business, and then we get an action plan, not only for your business, but personally, like, what are you doing making sure that like you're fulfilled? Because there's business owners where you can get them where they are, but then they're burnt out. They're not happy. They're like, oh man, this is the goal I wanted. And then after that, they're in a group of five people with a coach. Each person has 11 minutes on the hot seat, what we call the huddle seat. And they go through, um, do they accomplish what they did? 
Um, if not, how can we help them? And then we put a consequence on them and we get them clear on what they need to work through, any challenge that they have. And then from there at the end, it's like, okay, um, how can we hold you accountable to this? That's it. Every session. Yeah. Great. And are those sessions, uh, in person, virtually how how they run? Oh, it's virtual. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And what, uh, and as far as, you know, where your client base is, you know, is it all over the world? Is it North America? Is it the U.S.? Like what, where are the these um, B2B they service are entrepreneurs in the U.S. Most of them are in the U.S. We used to have people in Australia and London, but it all depends on the time if they can wake up, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and as far as the, sorry, you said are they monthly? What's the frequency again? Yes, it is a it's a weekly call. A weekly call. Weekly one hour call. Great. And and what's the the length? You know, do you say it's a minimum of three months? Is it six months? Like how uh, we long actually is? have a really good lifetime value, and it's based on the results. So it's our way of being held um, to helping you achieve your goals. Because of course, when you're not achieving goals, you're not going to want a service. So we make sure that you're always we're you were always getting you to your goals. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, so does that mean it's, it's, uh, open-ended like you just yep. do it yeah. month to month? Yeah. Yeah. Month to month. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like, you know, also, everyone... there's a reason why we do it too. Cause like, if you have somebody that's like, since it's five people, if someone's not working out and they have that like pessimistic attitude, we don't want them there anyways. Yeah. 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 And, and what's the coach's role? What, what, what does a coach normally do in the session? The coach is really the person who's giving those hard conversations because let's be straight. Nobody likes to hold someone else accountable and nobody likes to be accountable and nobody likes a tough love. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, Paul, you kind of said this or you da, 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 like, but they do it in a fun, playful way because nobody wants to be reprimanded either. Yeah. So it's a, it's a making sure that you actually get things done and you're not leaving uh, a lot of, uh, I feel like masterminds, um, you come up and there's tons of ideas, right? And you're just like, oh my God, what am I doing? What should I do first? But it's getting you to actually take action. I would say that's a big difference. Can you buy the software separately or is the software only available through the, the program? It's only available through the program. We haven't done it. Um, it's a good idea. People have approached us, but I haven't, I haven't decided to go that far. Yeah. Yeah, I was and, like, am I a coaching or a SaaS? And I was like, you know, I, I like the coaching part. That's my my passion. It just so happens I have software. Yeah, okay, great. And, and you know, you have lots and lots of sales calls with people like us. You know, what what's the biggest turning point you find? Like, you know, because we all know we need more accountability. You know, what what's the, yeah, what, you know, is there any pattern as to when people actually decide to say yes you know enough is enough for whatever like you know you, you're in a lot of these sales calls what 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 do you see so when i'm in a sales call when do they have enough i think people are searching for us not when they're looking for a program more of like when they're stuck and they need perspective yeah. right and then we've all been there like all of a sudden you're in like writing this copy and you're just like it's not there and then you just want that sounding board without explaining everything you do each time you're stuck. That's when you need it. Or um, when people are like, there, there has to be a better way and I have everything I need and I just need somebody to just kind of like 
um, put light on my blind spots and opportunities I'm missing. Because sometimes you can be so laser focused that you miss so many opportunities and you're, and it's right there. And you just need an outside perspective. For example, my first company was a marketing company. Guess what? Marketing for owners up was a big, I had to have outside help. And at first I was like, wait a minute, I'm a marketer. I don't need anybody's help. Like I should know this. But it was so hard doing my own marketing. So it's like, sometimes it's what you're really good at. You need kind of like other people's perspective on. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think you summed it up beautifully before. It's like, you know, with sport, you know that you've got a team and you, that, that team holds you accountable and that coach plays that, that role to hold you accountable. You know, this is the same thing in business. And most of you listening to Tanya have probably been in sport, right? You've had some form of sporting background or you've done something that has had a form of accountability needed to be successful, right? This is applying that same principle in in business and i've seen people that have gone through tanya's program and the success and the changes that it's made to their life around working with those five people and the coach so uh, you can find more up more at owners up we'll put all the links in the show notes uh for you but what we're going to do now tanya is just go into the last four questions so we'll i'll give you a quick question you'll give me a quick answer and then we'll round it out so the first one is for you, what are some of the daily sales habits that you do to help you accelerate your business? I make sure that I have a whole system on the follow-up. I think everybody always concentrates on the beginning sales conversation. I would say set yourself up for before the sales conversation. So when they book the call and then after the follow-ups in the sense of like after they book the call, do you have a list of like case studies and testimonials, like get them prepped before the call and then after they have a conversation with you. Brilliant. And for you, where do you learn more about sales? Um, lately, it's been books and podcasts. Um, and it's not one particular podcast. It's just, you know, I listen to yours. I listen to a bunch and I, I really get a lot of gems out of it. Sometimes it's just like a reminder. You're like, oh, yes. How did I forget that one? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And look, for me also, I find is that, you know, it stimulates other thoughts, right? You listen to something, but it might be something completely different that comes in, but that's just the way my brain works. The next question is, um, if we could grant you one wish for Owners Up, what would that be? Uh, for Owners Up, that's a great question. Um, and they're supposed to be quick, huh? These responses. I think it's more for having more people have a team, whatever it is, like create your own team. Even if it's not for owners up, try to get somebody and have a group like your mastermind, but have it very structured. That is the gem. And then have somebody who's not participating lead it. I think that's a missing point where other people kind of mess up on. They say, okay, you can do your own mastermind, but it only lasts for so long. If you have somebody kind of leading it, it helps out. Yeah, brilliant. So brilliant. More and more people. I want more people filled and achieving their entrepreneurial goals. Yeah, that's that's great. And and the last one is, you know, what do you know now about running your business that you wish you had of uh, learned a lot earlier? I think now it is like really constraining my time. Like it's hilarious how much more productive I am working less hours. And I used to be like, oh yeah, I'm working like uh, eight to five, but now I have a whole day off. It's just kind of like when you're about to go on vacation and you get so much freaking done and you're just like, oh, it's just a vacation. No, actually it's thing. It's called Parkinson's law. So if you want to be more effective, just start 
start playing more golf. You, yeah. Paul, you should be playing more golf. You'll be more effective, right? <laughs> yeah, look, it's so true. And uh, and also, you know, having uh, two children and a, a yeah. daughter under one, that's going to certainly help as well. There's, uh, I think uh, John Absolutely. Lee Demas always talks about the baby effect, right? And I think uh, that's very true. All right, look, it's I haven't heard about the baby effect. Yeah, so the baby effect. Normally when you have a baby, are you've got more to work for because you want to – you know, have more for the for the child and support them, but also you've got less time in general, right? So normally you're then focusing on the 80-20 that you spoke about before, right? You're focusing on that 20% of activities that you really need to do rather than the things that you should do or the things that you know you can do but you really shouldn't be doing. So uh, that's what um, John articulates in his podcast. So, uh, look, it's been brilliant having okay. you on. Like I said, we'll have all the links and everything in the show notes um, you can go back and check out episode 24, which is at the very start where Tanya talks about sales. There's some great things in that, but this is episode 459 of the Accelerate Sales Podcast. And Tanya, thanks for coming and sharing your knowledge today. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. I love that interview with Tanya, and you can tell that we're friends from way back. So uh, it was a really good conversation, but uh, it's a really important topic, right? And I get so many cloud consultants that come and see me that are, are stuck. And I think this is a great solution and a great accountability. So, um, and I love the fact that she said, talk about more about the consequences to begin with. And uh, I think I'm, you know, got some consequences around golf that we discussed that I'm going to have to implement, uh, but share what your consequence is, right? I mentioned in the interview, shared on LinkedIn with uh, Tanya and also thank her for uh, what she uh, gave in this interview. And you can all get a summary of the show notes on the app you're listening to. You can get the full at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. It's episode 459. Uh, and why not share it with some friends, right? I think this accountability topic is spot on. We've come out of COVID. Now it's back to work time. It's and, uh, you know, you, you might be struggling, but also so so may some of your friends. So share it with them. They'll think you're an absolute rock star for doing it. Check out our solo shows. And if you're scaling your cloud consulting business and want a, a fantastic blueprint to make sure you're on the right track, just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash blueprint. And it's an ebook and it's free and it's going to help you a lot. And finally, please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.